What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to episode 256 of 4th and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Prime in the building. We are talking the Eagles Bucks recap. Um, now I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm still feeling this, feeling feeling this L. Um, and after shout out to Chris Malley for holding me down on on the road trip. Uh, we did about 30 hours in the last four days of uh, going all the way down to Tampa. Um, but I, as you go on road trips, you usually see um, you start seeing the same things. Like as you as you're driving, you see a Waffle House, you see. Uh, a cracker barrel you just see these these things just keep popping up and after 15 hours of driving you're like i keep saying i keep seeing the same things now talking about our eagles offensive offensive unit starting slow is a is a theme that we've seen over and over again uh we've seen you know jalen hurts in the passing game um uh, he didn't have his greatest greatest day out there uh that's something that we've seen that we've liked to have seen get uh, improved. Um, there's just things that we saw all season long that just just reared their ugly head all on that day, um, whether it be error, errors by some of our wideouts, um, our, our, our receivers not getting separation, um, our team getting outcoached. I mean, we, we were pretty much outcoached by this, this Bucks team. And again, we know Tom Brady – knows the answers to the test. Uh, we know that he will eat you up if you, you roll out the zone. Um, we didn't do anything differently. Uh, you think about the, t- the two weeks that they had to prepare for this this game, it was, really wasn't something to uh, be admired by. Uh, I, I, I was really – I was in my bag early in the second quarter, hands and face around – I was like literally the last time I was in Tampa, I was like a, a row of seats over. So I'm like in the same sort of section, going through the same sort of emotions, being heckled by Bucks fans, and just I, I it just didn't feel right. And you, you knew where it was going, and um, a lot of Eagle fans were very upset, very upset. And I think 
half of them left in the third quarter. Um, so I think uh, by then, Eagle fans just didn't – they couldn't take it anymore. Um, so just to tap out, we got tapped out by obviously a Hall of Famer and um, a Super Bowl-winning team. So, I mean, here we are as Eagle fans trying to put the pieces back together. Uh, I see the dejected looks on both of your faces. I know you have lots of thoughts. <laughs> I mean, uh, se- season's over, man. There's not nothing to be excited about when the season is officially over. Uh, we talked a lot leading up to that game. There was this... I don't want to say false sense of hope because in reality, I think if we came out with a better game plan, we actually did have a chance in that game. Um, you know, the team just didn't show up. It was, it was a pretty embarrassing, um, you know, team that we, or game plan that we rolled out there. We never really had a shot to win. I said prior to the game that the one thing that we need to focus on is playing a full 60 minutes. We can't get away with being a second half team uh, versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. They won a Super Bowl last year. Tom Brady's the greatest player that's ever lived. You're not going to get away with with playing a half-ass game versus them. It's just not going to work. And so, you know, when the Eagles started to come back too little too late, I knew that's exactly what it was. We were already out of that game. Um, but the bigger issue to me, I'm, so, I'm sorry, the bigger thing that we're looking for, I should say, uh, is Jalen Hurts, man. Uh, is Jalen Hurts the guy? That's the conversation we need to have here today. Is he the guy? Um what he's done and what he's proven this season, uh, the way he turned this team around uh, in the second half of the regular season, I think that was very impressive. I know there's a lot of people that have the sentiment that, oh, well, we had such a trash schedule. You're, you're supposed to beat bad teams. If you're beating the bad teams, that means that you're not a bad team. We were an average team this year. We were an average team that got to the playoffs. Average is better than bad, guys. It really is. Um, so he displays obvious leadership in the locker room, but this is the other side of it. Um, with quarterbacks, I think one of the easiest things you could do uh, if you watch football consistently is the eye test. Does Jalen Hurts pass the eye test? I, not yet. No, I don't think so. I mean, from what I've seen this year, I've been talking all year long about we give him a year-long evaluation to see what we have in Jalen Hurts. We did that. We didn't go fall for the Minshew mania, and that, that would have just shot ourselves in the foot. That would have been no good. We got the full evaluation of Jalen Hurts, and what I've taken away from it is he's a very talented runner, but he doesn't have arm strength, and he doesn't have the anticipation to make up for that lack of arm strength. Um, If he were to have better anticipation, he could float some balls in there and still find his receivers. But the problem is is that he holds on to the ball too long to make his decision, and then he doesn't have the strength to back it up. Um, So I, I see a lot of people out there that are talking about you know, oh, this is his first true year starting. This is, uh, he only had a couple games to start last year. Uh, th- this was his first real opportunity. Well, you know, I know that he isn't these guys, but Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson had very similar starts to their career. They played a few games in the back end of a season that really didn't matter. And then the next year they came out there and they both won MVPs. They were MVPs that year that they were first year starters. So he's not that. He's not, he's not an MVP quarterback. Is he a good enough quarterback, though, to bridge us to a better team? Dak, Dak Prescott's making $20 million. That guy didn't impress me either. Jalen Hurts is making $1 to $2 million next year. Do you use him on his rookie deal and build, bolster up a defense around him, give him some weapons, come back with a stronger team next year, see how far it gets us, and if Jalen Hurts can show us that he can take that next step next year, then you roll with him. If not, 
you roll with a new quarterback in the following season. That is my analysis. <laughs> Pretty good analysis, man. Um, listen, I think Jalen Hurts became the topic the minute that clock hit zero. Uh, it was exciting. A couple of weeks, you know, a couple of weeks prior to that, we we were excited. We were in the parking lot enjoying our last tailgate of the season. We were hyped up because we made the playoffs. We were able to punch our ticket into the playoffs where a lot of us fans didn't even expect it. So we were excited. We were happy. We were happy for our team. <clears throat> Being Eagles fans, you know, that's what we wanted. We got that. But realistically, um, expectations going into that game weren't as high. They were high, but weren't as high. Um, look, I was excited the minute the game started. The minute that I saw that, that schedule come out at being a one o'clock game, they already counted us out. I already saw it there. Um, but, you know, again, you go into the game with anticipation that, you know, it, they're, they're going to shock the world. Uh, yeah, just sitting there watching that first series. I said it from the very beginning, man. Like, look, we don't have time to catch up in the second half. We got to get our shit together like now. We, we, we can't do what we're accustomed to doing. Well, it definitely didn't go that way. I mean, it was a shit show. Uh, these guys just have no type of chemistry going. They couldn't get, you know, nothing going at all. A couple of plays that were being called that just like, I don't know, man. I don't get it. It just it just threw us off. It was that one rollout pass, one rollout play that Jalen did, and I don't know where the hell he was going with that. Um, but it's frustrating. Uh, you know, like you said, the season's over. Um, Jalen is the topic. Uh, I'm going to actually be one to say that I don't know, man. I, I, I know we, we talked about playing him out for the year and then evaluating him, and, yeah, that, that happened. But I really hope that they can maybe take the time to go ahead and develop this kid. I hope, you know, they, they focus on that in this offseason. I hope he focuses it on, on the offseason. He develops. He's got to learn how to go ahead and look at that field a whole lot better, man. He showed that in that game. He's only, again, he just eyes that one receiver that he knows he's going to go ahead and throw that ball to too long. He doesn't know how to read his second and third options. A couple check down plays that were right there for him to go ahead and get first downs. He didn't utilize that. And then his arm strength, like you said, man, it's just not there. He's got to find a way to go ahead and get that strength and, and get it out. Uh, you know, going back to seeing a couple of plays that uh, Brian Westbrook and Baldy were kind of like throwing up in social media for the past couple of days. There was a lot of wide open plays. Watkins, Smith. I mean, it was just like, just seeing it now, it's frustrating even a little bit more. But if this kid could just focus on getting developed in the offseason, I mean, I'm with you, man. Focus on the defense with these three picks that we got. Focus on getting this team stronger around him, and then we'll see how it goes. If he could come back and he could prove that, you know, I mean, he could be that guy, then, at, I mean, worst case, I mean, like, look, it was the best choice that we made. But if we go ahead and focus on a quarterback, another quarterback right now, it's like, I don't know, man. Are we going to start all over again, or are they going to go for a veteran quarterback? I, I'm I'm not really trying to go down that road. But at the end of the day, man, it's not our call. It's their call. We got to see what happens. So. <laughs> now you talk about them making that call. That would be the the front office. As as fans, right here, we you know we like what Jalen Hurts stands for. Who he is a uh, player off the field. What he did to the locker room. These players um, rallying around him. You look at um, you look at a uh, Jordan Malata talking about like what he means to him, um, what he means to him as his QB one. 
Um, I feel like uh, the team rallies around him. Um, you know, that, that the back half of the, the season, they, they made a push. Um, you know, the, you talk about the development, Prime. I think it's it's definitely, you know, I would like to see them develop around him. I like I would like to see them use these these draft p- picks, this draft capital, use them wisely. Um, that one point, letting one point nine mil in, like that um um that Evan was talking about, like having QB, you know, playing serviceable for that much. Um, but like me me trying to uh, speak as Lurie, like if it's my team. And, and Howie, in my vision of like what this offense is going to be, or what kind of offense do they want? Like, do they? You look at guys like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and uh, Deshaun Watson, and, and these guys are they can they're pastors of the football. So I mean, if they they want that type of offense, if they're impatient, then that's where we could see a real change. I mean, this, these are opportunities where you get you have three first round picks, and there's a lot of talent that they can grab in those in that range. So, like, do you de- de- if you develop this team because we have holes, we need ed- edge rushers, we need linebackers, we need some DTs in here, we need some safeties, we need some corners, um, or do you you pull a a Bucks type move where you bring in a a veteran quarterback who has uh, is is elite. And it's already built around them, and players want to come and play with those said players. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm speaking in existence yet, but I'm just saying what as at the front office has to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, and, this is... yeah, but like I, I want to keep our, our expectations realistic when it comes to the development of Jalen Hurts because I would like to say that he could improve on his arm strength, but I really don't think that that is something that you can improve on once you reach the NFL level. I think arm strength is one of those things that you either have it or you don't once you reach the NFL. You look at Justin Herbert right when he came in the league, the dude's got a cannon. Pat Mahomes, he's got a cannon. Jalen Hurts doesn't have that. The thing he can develop is his anticipation. He can read when, when wide receivers are breaking out of their routes and when he should throw that ball. That's what he can work on. Um, but as far as arm strength, I don't expect him to become much stronger over the offseason. I don't him. I don't expect him to be throwing the ball, you know, 15, 20 miles an hour faster next next season. I don't see that happening. Well, I could say, like, you talk about the arm strength. Like, my, my thing is the mechanics. Now, if you don't have the, say, arm strength, you have to have strong mechanics. Or like, or if you start heel clicking or you take one more step back instead of a three-step drop, or a four-step, like, you know, whatever the drop, because we don't know the coaching points on some of these, these plays, but mm-hmm. the fact if you're late and you're 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 taking another drop, you can't be late and taking an extra drop because um, then you, that's how you get picked off. Um, you just, you're just hoping that he gets there. And um, the front office has got to be in the back room. Like, look, what kind of office do we want? And you, you Ev, I just, Ev, I just want to mention, man. Um, I look I good without my beard. No, no, no. I just got to dis. I, I kind of got to disagree with you on the fact that the arm strength can get faster. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because playing baseball, it yep. can happen. You, you, you get the right coach to teach you. I mean, you see some of these players; they go and reach out to other sports, right, on how to get that fundamental up together. Now, you have reached out to MLB players about sliding, bro. Right, exactly. So, I, I really think it can happen. Now, do we have the time? Do we have the 
do we have the effort to go ahead and put in, you know, for him to get to that point? Maybe not. They want something now, and right now they don't. We don't have the time to go ahead and get them up to par with that. But I'm just saying it can happen. I'm gonna use Derek Carr as a prime example. When that dude first came into the league, yo, he started off as a sorry ass quarterback, but he he got better as the year. Now, bro, watching him on Saturday, the way he was winging that ball in there to to come on that last drive, even though they fell short, yo, he was bombing those things into that receiver like and, and i get to see the you know his his speed and everything building up so it can definitely happen um it just it, again it just all depends on how much time and effort they want to put into getting him developed to that stage i don't exactly. know you know what exactly I mean? and, that, and that's and that's the thing where i'm kind of sitting here and like i somewhat I've grown to resent the impatience that goes on in the city. I got to be honest with you. This, this fan base is so impatient on wanting results. Like, like I, I mentioned how, like, you know, Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes came back after their rookie years and they had MVP seasons. That's not what I'm saying. I need for Jalen hurts to do. I need him to be serviceable enough to get the job done and give us a chance to win. Um, you know, he hasn't shown me, that his arm is like he, he seems to me like a quarterback that is is one dimensional. If he, if he can run the ball, that's great. But you know, there's there's two parts to playing quarterback in the NFL nowadays. You got to be able to move in the pocket, run around, and you got to be able to throw the ball. You know, that's in Philadelphia, you know, in Philadelphia, they we have a term called trust the process, hmm. and uh, you know, Balding was kind of like trust the pocket. I mean, there's a point in time where you know. Said pressures coming from the left to the right. Um, there was a play where Melada picked up the the, the the blitzer off the edge, and mm-hmm. Boston Scott came up and made a nice block. Um, you got to step up and wing it. Um, and when there's guys that are open, you know, we, we talk about him keeping his eyes downfield. You have to connect. Uh, you talk about that pit play where Quez Watkins was he, was, he was about to get open, and that's there's the elite quarterbacks will throw you open. There's, mm-hmm. you know, some quarterbacks will hit you. You know, it'll be a little bit behind you or a little bit lower, but you know, throwing open is a beautiful thing. Not it's not everyone's going to do that, but in terms of like seeing the field, we need to see that. And it, he he alluded to it in his press conferences where he is as a player. And again, you know, first year starting, getting a foreign win football team to turn it around is is respectable. Like I, I was telling Evan earlier when we had on the phone conversation, I said. Um, this, the sentence could have been, you know, he could have had a, a decent game and it would have been Jalen had a good season, period. <laughs> After that last performance, it's Jalen had a good season, question mark. Like it left the, cause this is, it's, it's what have you done for me lately? So mm-hmm. this is what we're all going to be thinking of that last game. And that's how teams are going to be thinking about. I mean, the fact that you got some experience in the playoffs, you could grow off that. This is one thing, but we're in a year where three first-round picks, guys could be retiring. The voice in the locker room, Kelsky, could be gone. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of moving parts. I, I feel like that, you know, um, he kind of took a couple steps back in, in going into this game. And the reason why I say that, I, I, I tried something different where I was actually sitting there watching, these, watching the game. And as I'm watching him during the series – I counted eight. No, I'm sorry, nine. I think I had nine straight straight plays where he got out of that pocket in less than two seconds. He didn't give himself time. 
It's like he doesn't have. It's like he went back to where how he was in the beginning of the season. I felt like during the middle of the season and then as the season went on, he was getting better at that. And we were here every week talking about how he was progressing. And then it's just like he diminished. And then going into that game, and it was like the wrong time to be like that. Like have some confidence in yourself. Have some more confidence in your line. I think the guys were doing okay. They they were doing pretty good. You know what I mean? So just give yourself some more time. Buy yourself some more time to look at your two, three, four options on the field. Because there was guys that were open. But, you know, you're not going to find that time when you're already running out of pocket. So he, it was just like he was scared of shit, and, and it was bad, man. It was real bad to see. I, I will say, though, that, I mean, I re- truly do think that Todd Bowles dialed up a really good defensive game plan versus us. Yeah. He, he did, man. I mean, he 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 locked down. He took away our playmakers. Um, We, we didn't have the ball in Devontae Smith's hands for how long? More than half the game. Yeah, like third you, quarter. You take, it, you take him out of it, and then I saw one of those baldy breakdowns where he's just – they, they had three vertical patterns going on between, I think it was between Dallas, Quez, and Devontae. And then they had a, sa- a safety over top, so it was covering the over top. And they had Rager on the outside going one-on-one. And Rager couldn't win that battle. Rager couldn't even get off the line. And so that's what they, that's what that defense did was they, they made him – they they made Rager the weak spot there because he already go, was, was the weak spot. Bro, I was trying to go longer without you even mentioning that goddamn name. I know, but we were gonna have to get to it eventually, man. Um, can we all agree? And like, we don't have to fucking, we don't have to baby hands this at all. I'm, oh, I'm not baby with shit. Him. I'm ready to I'm go ham. Done with him, bro. I don't, I don't want to see him anymore. Not like this is like when you talk about the winning these one on ones when uh, a defense takes away your number one option and then your your options left over this is where because this is where it is at, with the nfl like how good are your your two and your threes it's not how good is your one because if your one is good they're going to take away your one and if your passing attack is kind of basic it's very easy to stop when you're you know jamel dean had man's like locked up and, he, and when you're in a man situation the defense is you know, having their way and you can't get off the jam. That's one thing as a receiver, you can't get off the jam in a man situation. That's very, you know, your coach is going to just hammer home. Like, how can you not get off? How can you? you... And this is me and me and David had talked about earlier today. I was like, we don't have uh, nuanced route runners at, at our two and three, you know, Devonta. Yeah. Route, route God junior, but the other two and threes aren't, nuanced route runners where they can set themselves up for success, especially with Hertz, who's not like super, super accurate. So that the combination of those two, you either have to have some dy- a, another dynamic guy opposite him, a veteran guy playmaker, you know, but the, you know, you're, you're, you're literally going into the uh, wolves with that who, setup. Who is, who is to blame for the whole Rager debacle? Because, I mean, there, it seemed like I, – I remember the video. Everybody remembers the video at the beginning of the year where uh, Sirianni's talking about banana routes and you you don't – you put your stick in the you – you stick your foot in the ground and go. You make that cut. Like, what? Well, it sounded like he had the idea of, of how he should be coaching this guy up. Did Rager just not absorb anything? Is that is that what it was? Listen, Rager wasn't absorbing shit in that game, all right, whether if it was – catching punts, whether if it was receiving, whether if it was even getting on the field. It looked like he had tripped just stepping onto the damn field. He couldn't get himself together, man. He was on straight stupid. 
straight stupid mode that day. And it was frustrating, man. Like, look, it got to a point where I stepped out for two seconds because I'm getting ready to go ahead and do a halftime conversion over to my brothers to watch the rest of this game. And all I stepped out was for two seconds. And then I come in and Autumn's giving me this look like, I'm like, what? She's like, don't turn around. I'm like, what do you mean don't turn around? He fumbled the ball. He fumbled the fucking ball? Are you serious? I went off. I went off on her. And I'm like, I, I was like, that's it. Get the kids. I did an Evan. I was like, get the kids. We're leaving. All right? We're out. I'm, I'm done with this dude, man. He's over here catching the goddamn punts like if he's posting for a TikTok or, or, or for an Instagram post. Like, bro, what the fuck are you doing catching the ball like that? You know you got all these grown-ass, big-ass men coming your way, and you want to go ahead and, and, and catch the ball with the tip of your fingers? Like, what's wrong with you? You're in the NFL. Get your shit together. I, I remember I was in the um line in, uh line for the bathroom at that point. I like I had to go and I'm like like trying to look at the jumbotron and then I'm hearing the sound. I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean at it couldn't have been at the worst time. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, swing wise, yeah. You talk about making errors and talking about a common denominator in the conversations that were had in the pressers from the players was starting slow. Starting slow. You cannot start slow against a team like the Bucks. Um and they you did. And they did. You can't make errors but like you it, did against the Bucks. And you did. So But it it goes even deeper than that. We were we were screwed from jump street, man. I mean David Johnson brings it up right here. A wide receiving core consisting of J Jaw, Rager, Hightower, Quez. Bro, th- this is what it goes to after you hit Devontae Smith. You hit Devontae Smith first on the on the on the depth chart, and then it goes to J Jaw, Rager, Hightower, Quez. Look at teams like the Rams, actual contenders right now. They got Cooper Cup, they got Odell Beckham. Fuck it. Van Jefferson is better than Van Jefferson would be a wide receiver two on this team. Those two guys are making Van Jefferson a great guy. Like yeah. that's I mean, if you if we really think about it, also route guy. Had we played our cards the right way and drafted who us fans really wanted, and if they would have listened to us, you know, what I mean, we would have had, we would have had um, Je- Je- Justin Jefferson on our squad, DJ Metcalf on our squad. All right, well, Devontae. Smith. We, we would have had one of them because if we would have gotten one of them, then we wouldn't have needed him the following year. But yeah. okay, you're right. I, I was actually going to go with two out of the three. I mean, I would have done DJ Metcalf, Justin Jefferson back to back. Maybe yeah. Devontae wouldn't be here. But, I mean, those are the type of weapons that we needed, and we decided to go with these bums. Yeah, and you know what the sad part about that is? Is that now we're staring down the barrel of probably drafting another first-round wide receiver this year. What is this, uh, two, three years in a row? Three? Three years at least. I mean, whatever whatever it is to get better. I mean, I mean, you obviously can play the board, but, I mean, like if a guy like Garrett Wilson was staring you in the face and, like, and he's on the board, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop from like bringing another playmaker guy in here, or because if you don't, if you don't get one in uh, as a free agent, but I mean, it's 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 time, it's time to uh, like you really gotta, you gotta get you gotta get guys in here that can step up and make plays, man. It's not it's not it's not even like rocket science. Like who's consistently making plays? Who who's showing up and showing out? I mean, Quez has come up and made some big catches here and there, and that you like his ability to take the top of the defense but you know overall you know it's just been you know it, it, it is what it is when we played the bucks we played a really good team uh who dealt with a lot of injuries you you, you played tom brady who was uh trolling eagles nation 
with Meek Mills catching the ball on the sideline. I couldn't, I, I, mean, couldn't even, I couldn't even get mad at that, bro. I mean, no, I, I couldn't, couldn't either. It's an elite trash talker, bro. Like, like, what yo, am I going to yeah. do? <laughs> yo, exactly. What are you going to do? I'm in the stadium. I remember at one point where, you know, all these Buck fans are looking at you because there's like three of us. It was me, Mel, and, and Mally. And I'm just – I'm smiling because they have this – this this chant it's like b u c c c they spell out buccaneers and it is it's very so annoying i think fly eagles fly the, the fight song has got to be annoying to other fan bases but theirs was super and we're getting our asses kicked and like grandmothers are laughing at me looking at me like <laughs> and i'm just like i'm like and i started laughing i was like i can't do nothing like i'm gonna sit here embrace take it, it on the chin yeah take it on this the second time leaving that stadium where i felt dumb as rocks but we had no, uh, Gail, we had no I, I, hate, I hate to break it to you, but I texted Prime after that game. I was like, love that I'm not driving home from that right now. <laughs> that's, a bad, that's a bad ride home, bro. No, well, but it was the yo, same atmosphere with me, man. Like I said, I go to my brothers, those guys are happy as hell. As soon as I walk in, they're giving me all, and I was, I was prepared for it. You yeah. know, I mean, even as we're pulling up to the house, Autumn's like, Are you ready for this? shit? I'm like, Listen, I'm good, I'm good. Because, you know, the, the, the second half, the later game is the important game that somebody needs to win in order for, you know, for them to go ahead and be fulfill their, their, their trash talking. Um, but I, it got to a point where I was just like, look, do whatever. We started talking all types of shit. I even started taking shots for every touchdown they would score from that point on. So I got, the two Eagles. I got Eagles. I got the two touchdowns in. So I had two nice shots. I was like, hey, I, I'll take it. You know what I mean? But what else was there? There was nothing left. There was nothing left in the tank. They didn't have shit for them. Buccaneers just kicked our ass in three different type of ways, bro. And like that's that's the type of thing that I don't want to I don't want to overreact to this loss because at, it it was ugly, man. Don't get me wrong, it was ugly. I think that we really came out there and shat the bed. But let's be real. The Bucks are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. They're a complete team. Um I was not it, like it would have been awesome to win that game, but in reality, it, it wasn't very likely that we that we were going to win that game. What happened was probably the most likely scenario. How if I, I would have liked it if we showed a little bit more fight? I like that we kind of got some garbage time points up there, I guess, so that we didn't get completely blown out. But it was still yeah. embarrassing at the end of the day. Um, I mean, but that's what an, that's what an elite team looks like. That's a, yeah, a really exactly. great that's, team. That's so good, that's a team that has a chance of winning a Super Bowl this year. And you just look at your squad and like, well, this is where our weaknesses are. And, you know, but, I mean, but you guys talk about, you know, the ride home back. You're like, How was the, L, the L sucked. But, you know, I did stop at two Nike outlets. That was that was key. I, at one point, I was like, I'm doing me. I'm going to Nike outlet. Um, That's funny as hell because I, te- I texted me. We were all texting yesterday, and you guys said you were on your way home. We we're going to record a podcast tomorrow night. I was like, if there was a Tanger outlet on the way, there ain't no yeah. way. I, I, I stopped at two Tanger outlets. <laughs> Like, no, but but like talk about the drive back. No, I mean because this trip was it's it still was great. Like we had a really great time. Um, starting off, you know, we had a, a pep rally that we had. Um, that uh, shout out to uh, Philly Sports Trips and uh, uh, Philly South. They put on this at it was at Tampa Joe's, and you know like these these like I always like I always say Eagle fans travel. Go ahead and make these experiences because you never. You never know. Um, so I got an opportunity. Um, 
I got I ended up talking to Devontae Smith's family, got to hang out with them for a little bit. Um, shout out to his dad who looks just like him. The guy uh, on the left? It, yeah, on the right. Well, to <laughs> and, you. His mom is swaggy as hell. Look at mom swag. Uh, and, and his, his mentor was on the left. Uh, that was his barber, the guy who would bring him to all his practices and stuff. Oh, uh, it was his barber. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's the guy that bring, brought him to all those practices um, and just just made a really good connection with him. Actually wants some custom sneakers done, but just met a lot of really good people. Shout out to uh, Trey Thomas was there. Um, got to see, I got to meet his coaching uh, squad at um, IMG. Um, and one of one of his one of his coaches on his staff was a big fan of Fort and John. Nice. So you're you know, um, uh, so it was just cool to see. And then um, we 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 did this impromptu party thing. We rolled up there on Friday, locked in this party at nine o'clock on Friday. This shout out to Mugs because they gave us this huge thing here for for free. <laughs> they said fill it up if you want. A stage, so we had food there. Uh, Eagle fans just rolling in from all over the place. Uh, shout out to a lot of those guys that who sh- showed up at the tailgate the next day. Uh, but you know, we, overall, we had a good time. You know, good vibes. Um, sh- shout out to Mugs for holding us down. Um, and then the next day, uh, shout out to Jennifer Slay, man. Jennifer Slay showed up to the tailgate with Darius Slay's mom. She was Darius Slay's mom. Wanted a cheeseburger. Shout out to Mally who made her cheeseburger. Nice. Um, she Jennifer Slay was super cool. Everything that you've seen her on the timeline, she's actually that is who she is. Very, uh, very uh, warm spirit. Cares about Eagle fans, and uh, overall, we just we had a good time. It was all impromptu stuff on um, Saturday, but a lot of good connections were made, and that's the only thing holding me together was. <laughs> those moments that we had i tell you one thing i paid six hundred dollars to park two cars i still can't even get over that no, another Bruh. reason i'm happy yeah yeah <laughs> hey but it's it, it, this is what i when people say this is what i do for we do for eagle Yo, fans man that, to put that, on a that tailgate like, bro that's straight up robbery though uh gail's the mvp bro but i'm saying this is what it's about the and we got to meet a lot of a lot of a lot of you guys in the chat i it's who was uh, I, I seen it was Todd was there, I saw Jacob Walker there who gate who, who hand delivered some Louisiana hot sauce. So we're gonna we're gonna do a little tasting of the hot. Oh, see, don't forget that we're gonna little do a little tasting of the hot sauce, maybe on some eggs on the show. Wow, Cameron? I'm in, I'm in, yeah, I'm in, I'm definitely in. All right, uh, but I know just overall, Eagle fans have been in their bag, and we I think the only thing that made us feel a little bit better was probably. Dallas losing? With death. All right, listen, listen, listen. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Everybody remember this? Yeah, it's that was the best over. part of the day. <laughs> it's over. The game is over. Oh, yeah, how, listen, d- how dumb are they, bro? And bro. for them to have the audacity to come out there and blame it on anybody but themselves. But they went into that game. I'm sorry. They went into the fourth quarter down like 23 to 7. Was that the ref's fault? Was that the ref's fault that you guys were down fucking almost 20 points going into the fourth quarter? Ask my brother that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it was the best. I took that L to the chin, and then as I was getting ready, my brother literally kicked everybody off the sofa. He said, now the real team's about to play, and I didn't move. 
I said, I'm staying right here. You're going to hear my mouth. And I volunteered to take a shot for every time the 49ers score. And then I even also, I even offered a volunteer to take shots when, you know, um, CC Lamb would go ahead and do his little, uh, his little gesture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he did that twice. Uh, shout out to my boy Marcus because you know he was the reason why I took the shots. So I got two shots off. Where were we, ta- we taking shots off, by the way? And, uh, Remy Martin, baby, Remy Martin. Okay. Yeah. So all total, I mean, what? What was the score that? Day? What was? Uh, it was like twenty-three to seventeen. So or I something. had like four shots in that. Two shots for the gestures. Six shots plus my two shots. Eight shots. I was feeling pretty good. Yeah. I was feeling good. Like and it. I took another shot just because they won. But listen, that last play, oh, man, my brother, he couldn't stand me. He wanted to kick me out. I think this is the maddest I've seen my brother. But I just laughed because I wish he was on here now because, you know, he finds his way on here every other week. But today he's not going to be on here. But he comes out and he tells me, hey, you know, we're getting there. We're, 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 we're close. What? What did you say? What, 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 close I, 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 to what? Your brother called me. You were supposed to win the Super Bowl. No, you, your brother called me and like he FaceTimed me. And I'm like, why? First of all, I was like, I'm looking at Chris. Like, he looked way too calm for like. I was like, bro, you, this was, this is, this is our year. This like, I, I literally, I, I literally pulled off on the side of the road in some East Bumfuck town to put out a meme just because I was like, I got to, I got to get this meme. Chris, like, what are you doing? We just got gas. Gas. I'm like, I gotta pull off the side of the road to get this meme off. And then we were talking to your brother, and I'm like, why is he so calm? Like, this squad was, your offense was stacked. You, you had a defensive almost player of the year. Like, you had edge rushers that were getting to the quarterback. You had a great Quinn was in the house, solidified the D. Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, and we all as Eagle fans collectively, like, y'all gonna get bounced in the first round. All gonna get bounced in the first round, and that happens. So that made me feel good inside. Listen, well, you, you know and you, you know, you know what makes me even feel better inside is the fact that like we lost to a legitimate Super Bowl contender. You can't convince me a second that the 49ers are gonna get past Green Bay in the next round. 49ers are gonna get fucking smoked. And I like if we played the 49ers, I'd like to think that we'd win. I but I can't say that because ultimately it's our own fault that didn't seat us higher. It's our own fault that we didn't end up in a better position where we were playing a lower seat and we ended up playing the number two seed going to the playoffs. That's on us. But with that being said, I truly do think the Eagles win versus the 49ers in the playoffs. I got to say, man, that, you know, just seeing the way that that played out, uh, the expectations those Cowboys fans had all year and then the get bounce. Now, what made what, what what topped it off is that I wake up the very next day. This is the funniest shit. I wake up the very next day. You know how Facebook, you guys got Facebook. Of course. They come they come with your memories from years ago. Yep. Four years ago, exactly to this day, and it was a memory that showed up when they got bounced four years ago. And I posted. So I I retweeted, <laughs> I reposted it and said, listen, don't blame me. Facebook is the one that came up with the memory. But fucking right, I'm gonna post the shit. <laughs> yeah, Yo, man, that, I got that memes me, lined up for the rest of the week, man. That, that made my day, man. I was oh, like, man, I needed that pick me up between yeah, Nike man, Outlet and man, the memes. Cameraman at that game already knew it's meantime. I gotta go get whoever I can and their reaction, and it's meantime. 
And oh, yeah. Man, that whole out of that stadium, there was like a good ten memes that came out of that. Place. Oh yeah, all the people that were you know crying oh, in the stands, the crying, and the, the faces. We had, a, we yeah. had another. We had another couple that was sitting there, all like holding each crap. other and embrace. Yeah. <laughs> I was up. I was. I, I put a. There was a picture that I put out there. I was. I, I didn't put it out because I was like, I was like that. That meme I put out was good enough to sting some fans. So I'm. A, you know, I got that meme off. I felt a little good. And then I got back on the road for another ten hours. Can you, can you believe I had a I had a Washington football fan talking shit to me earlier today? Oh man. A nineteen year old Washington football fan crawling in my mentions talking about, oh, you guys talked all this shit just to get bounced in the first round. I'm like, dog. I was like, you're nineteen years old. You brought the, you brought best, the stats out on the it. best season you ever saw on your team was a ten and six RG three rookie season. That's that's your entire life right there. That's it. Who the you know, fuck the, are you, bro? <laughs> the the wild thing about being in Tampa, right, is um, there's a there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of Tom Brady stands, and there's a lot of there's a lot of like bandwagon, like you know how many people that I ran into that this guy that was sitting right next to Mel was like, you know, I'm I'm actually you know I'm a I'm a Bills fan, and now I'm a, a Bucks fan, and then I, I met another woman at um at Mugs. She was saying. What are you all you Eagle fans doing? Now? You guys are crazy, very passionate. Uh, I'm actually a Washington fan, and now I'm a I'm a Brady fan, Brady Bucks fan. And I'm like, so you're like a bandwagon fan? She's like, no, I'm just a fan of Brady, so I root on the Bucks. That's my second team now. So you're a bandwagon fan. I kept hearing this over and over again, like, yeah. oh, we got to root for the Bucks now. I mean, Brady's made us. So the first time I went there uh, was a couple years ago. Um, the vibe from then to now, way different. Like you, you see, there's a, a little. Uh, they're all they're all puffing their chest out. There's like, just they just it's smug. It, it's like Patriots South now. Like, yeah, because I've seen that happen in Connecticut when there was no Patriots fans. Now then, there's extra Buck fans. That it's it's definitely funny though. Definitely funny. I, I I'm really just trying to get the whole what is it. Uh, Mark, I agree. What the hell is the second favorite team? Like, uh, that's my secondary religion. What's your AFC what? team, guys? What's your AFC team? I don't have team? an AFC team. I don't have because a lot of people say my second team is on the AFC side. How many of those Bucks fans that you met down there uh, do you think would know who Josh Freeman was? Probably those. No, they wouldn't know. Yeah, you probably had one that thought that maybe thought Josh Freeman was still on the team, <laughs> yeah. bro. Hey, I, I was just like, I was like, look at y'all. Like, I was like, because I know, because you guys didn't look like this before. Mm. I ain't never seen you act like this before. I'm uh, I'm I'm also, you know, there's some talk going on about the the beard going on here. I got the baby <laughs> face going on. When I tell you, I told them right before we hopped on. I was waking up and that beard was in my mouth, bro. It was disgusting. And as soon as we lost that game, it was maybe 30 minutes after. I was like, well, I'm taking this fucking beard off. <laughs> no sense in having it anymore. <laughs> that thing was so annoying by the end of it. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know how. Like, after a while, your beard gets, like, really itchy. It's itchy, yeah. 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 Once you just, once you did, just shave, did a, you shave did low. a good job of covering my double chin, though. So I kind of do mess up. <laughs> now you just gotta hit the gym, man. Uh, talk about hitting the gym. The, the Eagles, the Eagles have to hit the gym. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, they really have to get in there and get their routine right. 
you know what what body parts they need to work uh, and build up like what 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 is going on here i mean i th- i think eagle fans collectively all at the same time thought that they could figure out what to do next season on the day after the L. I think it, it started probably like two after hours after the game. Like I didn't like I, I Malley's just like don't log into Twitter, man. It's 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 fucking war going on right now. It's just yeah. awful. Don't log in. So I I wasn't looking and, and I started looking around today and everyone's trying to figure out. There's all these different. Russell Wilson was big today. Um, yeah, it, it's it's all the same names we've kind of been hearing all year long. Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Sean Watson, Derek Carr even got clutch, thrown in there. Clutch points, clutch points with a uh, graphic here. Kind of, kind of. I mean, you look at the photo and you you look at you know where Jalen Hurts is here. Shout out to clutch points I, for that. I even saw a couple Kaepernick ones. <laughs> was that AJ? Did I? I, I, I got seen I, AJ mention somebody threw Kaepernick. I, 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 I just took a dude hasn't played in half a decade now. We can yeah, probably I, put that one to bed. I just took a glimpse real quick and then I just shut it down. Yeah, I definitely didn't uh, stay on the even see any more stupidity. <laughs> I mean, I, I think all of these options are worth being pursued. I think that they're all worth having conversations about and finding out what the price is going to be. Um, because, like I said at the top of the show. Jalen Hurts didn't pass the eye test for me, man. Um, I am, if I'm a GM, if I'm Howie Roseman, his number one responsibility is to make this team better in every position, if possible, this offseason. His job is to try and improve every single position. If you have the opportunity to do so, if and you're able to get an Aaron Rodgers on this team, think about who Aaron Rodgers can pull in himself. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady went to the Bucks, He pulled Gronk out of retirement. And like... I'm just saying that if you bring in a big name like that, like an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, there's got there's free agents that are going to be a lot more willing that are going to be willing to sign here. But yeah, what's absolutely. the price that you're willing to give up? I'm not willing to give up all three of these first next uh, this not coming at all, year, man. No, that, I think uh, I think if we did a combination again. of like a first this year and a first yeah, next year, that, that's pro- that's probably player, what it would be. That's that, if they would if they would trade that you know they'd probably throw Hurts in there if they were were to go down that route, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Um, uh, Mel brought up a comment. Uh, I forgot to tell this story. She's like, yo, Gail, I felt so bad for Chris. That woman Bucks fan was annoying. There was a uh, little – she was on a little on the beefier side who was bullying Chris out of his seat. She was just looking at Chris, and, like, all the Buck fans were apologizing to Chris for the way that she was acting because she was just acting like Chris couldn't sit in his own seat. And the lady was just she like spilling over into his seat. Yes. And Chris was like, lady, where do you want me to go? <laughs> and, you know, Chris is a nice yeah. dude. But Chris very was nice. like very, very heated at one point. He's like, he's like, I'm getting out of here. Like he got up and <laughs> it was heated off. I was just like, man. And uh, it was just funny. And, and Mel actually was the one that sat next to that, that Bills fan. So he can attest to the tomfoolery that was going on in there. But um. <laughs> Now Mark says I, he's is, like is it true, man. I heard there was there was quite a bit of uh fights in the stands. Uh I only saw yeah, one they, fight. I only saw uh, one they, fight. They, I heard there was like about a, a good four or five fights. Wow. Yeah. And did you did you guys happen to see uh those Eagles fans that snuck into the Cowboys stadium and started throwing stuff at the uh players and refs as they were going into the tunnel? Was it us? 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't I mean not fans. us, but like us. I'm talking. No, about it wasn't. I was I was making a joke at the oh, fact that, that that that's the narrative all the time that we're the worst. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. Went somewhere back there. <laughs> now, uh, Matt Matthew uh, says, check your Twitter. So you, Matthew Matthew shared along with us a uh, meme. That's it's quite funny. Um. I did bring it in now. Um, pretty funny. Pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Let's see here. The Bill fans, though. <laughs> Ain't that yeah. crazy, man? Bill that fans. I, I, I love that, dude. I, I hope that's a new tradition. <laughs> it's not even the first time. <laughs> Oh, Orlando said he's he's sending the uh, sauces, the sauces, hot sauces out. Yeah. We're gonna have a hot sauce fest out hey, here. Hey man, you you said it. Let's make it happen. Um, um, maybe we should grill grill out. Maybe some put some chicken. And we put do some hot sauce on the chicken. Here at at the crib, you know what I mean. I'll take one of those hot sauces for that special occasion. Shout out to Matthew for this uh uh this meme here of cowboy fans. My mama said we have five rings. My mama said we still have five rings. And if you guys uh, that are listening to the show, it's a picture of, I think that was um, Cardi B. Cardi B is a kid. And that some dude named Jerome with that looks like Cardi B. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's pretty funny. I like it. Oh, man. I messed with that one. I like I, I like the meme with the with the with the lady yelling at the cat. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> Somebody made that meme. I couldn't stop laughing about that. One. <laughs> uh, a uh, lot of people in here asking about. Uh, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, Kale. Uh, a lot of people in here talking about uh, Brandon Brooks and him potentially retiring. Haven't heard anything concrete about it, but I wouldn't be surprised um, if he does end up retiring uh, this year. I mean, he's had <laughs> he's had injury problems, and while he would be severely missed. I kind of am in the stance that we kind of went the entire year without him. I think that our offensive line held up pretty well. And that's $20 million saved off the cap if uh, he ends up retiring. So, yeah, that was, know, um, I, I would welcome him back. But at the same time, if he, he chooses to hang up the cleats now, um, I wish him the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, man's got us a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, um, he yeah. was he was a big part of that. I think uh, his body. Um, you know, we still we we still don't know if that's. You know, I mean, you know, Luke Stanfield. Shout out to Luke. You know, former Fourth and John writer. Uh, he still had his old Fourth and John stuff up there. So I, I say, hey man, you got to take our stuff out of your body because I don't want to be tied into a room where I don't know. I mean, like, you know, kudos to kudos to Luke if he he, he um, got the story right. But that's you know his story. But again. I'm, I'm. I don't usually put stuff out there if it's. For, I mean, for us, if uh, you know, if it's not concrete. Yeah. You know, so that's what it is. Um, all as well. Um, I mean, overall, I mean, it like. It, it, the thing that sucks about um any end of a football season, like anyone who's played on a team or or a football team, at the end of the year, you clean out your lockers and you, you look over to the next man, like. You know, you, you kind of look at them. You don't have to even say everyone's thinking the same thing. Like, this is the last time this team is going to be together in the same locker room. 
Like you might not even like I told a story about like I didn't see my teammates for 20 years after leaving that locker room. This is the last time you're gonna see some of these all these guys together in the same room. Every team has their own identity each year. It, it switches out. Um so this these guys have had a, a roller coaster season. They've had a young staff that came in here, got to the playoffs. Uh we're still we still have question marks. Uh, and moving forward, they, they they have to. This could be one of the biggest off seasons that we've seen in a long time. Like, like remember when the when we brought in like a uh, Javon Curse and and a, and a To like and infusing two f- great free agents to a team, and it changed the atmosphere of this team like you know you got an edge rusher who you had a playmaking wide receiver like i'm not gonna say it's that team is to the level of um what that team was um but they had some pieces and but like you never know like i i'm, I'm really excited about this offseason i mean what's what's one move that if you were gm that you would be that would be the first move that you make are you talking about in the draft? I already know. Prim- I already know primes. Uh, Cut Rager is that primes? That's, Absolutely. That's, that's primes. I already yeah. read his mind. Um, I, I, two for one. I mean, yeah. Like, like the first thing you got to do is clear up space. But like, if I'm thinking of what the game plan is for this entire off season, we really, really need to strengthen up uh, our defense because if you're just looking at who's going to be who's going to be going. We need safeties. We need a second corner. We need linebackers like we need air. We need a defense. We need defensive tackles. We need edge rushers. We need we need pretty much everything on defense, man. Um, so that that would be where I would start is just going on a full out sprint, um, trying to bolster up this defense. Um, I, I did see Brian's comment. He says, "I'm tired of Wilson, Watson, and Rogers talk. They have no trade clauses, but they can get they can they can, they can take them. they can wave them." So we can still talk about him, Brian. No, no, no Korean barbecue for you. <laughs> no, we 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 we're taking Meanie out to um, Korean barbecue. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Uh, Prime, you're, um he's he's been Han Solo. He's frozen. Uh, uh, oh, there you go. He's, there you go. What what would be when your one move that has to uh, be made? I don't know. To be honest with you, uh, I've truthfully been getting a little excited about this whole Calvin Ridley talk these past couple of weeks. Um, I think that would be a good acquisition to the team. Um, I know it's going to cost us maybe one of those first round picks or like, you know, Evan had mentioned earlier, they could maybe go a different direction and maybe do a first round next year or, you know, the year after. But uh, if that is some truth to that talk, uh, I like that. I, I, I think that would be a big move. Another route, God. Uh, I know uh, Devontae Smith always talks about Ridley's route running, but I mean, uh, you know, I've heard that talk a lot. In in, in terms of where he is at mentally, um, it's not nor- it's not the norm for a guy to actually sit out a whole season. Does that concern you guys? Um, I mean, I, go ahead. My bad. Go what, ahead. what what was it, what was his reasoning behind not playing? Was it contract issue? Was it well, that, like that's you look, all, at, that's you look all... at a guy like Le'Veon Bell? He sat out an entire season, and then he came back, and it's not like he had the best season ever, but he still came right. back and was serviceable. Well, you, yeah. you said he was dealing with mental 
it was I mental mean, health. We, you, we've we've had guys that have dealt with that in the past too. Brandon yeah, but are, 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 are you are you going to give a first round pick for that? Is what I'm. Yeah, does I'm that not, does that concern you? If you're saying, hey, we want a one for a guy who missed the whole season. Ridley would be awesome, but ever since I had the idea planted in my head that if Rodgers leaves Green Bay, Devontae Adams is going to want out. And if those two series of events ends up happening and Rodgers leaves, regardless of where he goes, whether here, there, wherever, do everything you can to pair up Devontae Adams with Devontae Smith. Bro, do everything you can. You got the cap space. You you want to talk about bringing in the best wide receiver in the league here, bro? Ooh, like, route, run, route, route running, come on, route running would like be he's silly. He's a god, bro. He's unbelievable. And if you have him opposite of Devontae Smith, imagine what that does for Devontae Smith. That makes him the second wide receiver on the team. He's wide open, bro. It's, it, it's it'll be ridiculous. Cornerbacks would be uh, going ape, yeah. ape shit. Yeah. Uh, Looking at some of the comments here, uh, Mark, his one move that he would do uh, would be fire Gannon. Or if he gets Gannon gets hired by another team, he got the interview with Houston today. It sounded like uh, it went well, too. Hopefully. I don't know. You know, Orlando said defense. Uh, Dill Piccolo, <laughs> LOL. He says cut Rager. Kelly says Marcus Williams. Uh, Chris Shout out to Chris, uh, veteran um, tailgater himself, veteran wide receiver. Uh, Matthew says Rager and J-Jaw are done. Oh, please, bro. Like I, I, I swear to God, if either of those guys are in an Eagles uniform next year, I'm going to go apeshit. Like, I'm, re- I'm really going to lose my mind. I can't watch another. You can't convince me that you're going to turn Rager around at this point. You can't convince me that J-Jaw is a good enough blocker to earn a spot on this team, bro. He's a wide receiver. He needs to do more than that. He needs to make himself useful other than blocking. Now, Matthew uh, is, is, talks about another topic that's been on the timeline. Uh, get a damn linebacker. Where The way that our picks are set up and the way that the prospects are set up right now, you know, a guy like uh, Kobe Dean from Georgia, you know, a little field general, um, holding his team accountable, uh, Devin Lloyd from uh, Utah, um, so I mean, those guys potentially. There's, I, I know there's some free agent linebackers that are also going to be out there. They could um, be there, but if you look at how Howie Roseman's mind is set up, yeah, yeah, take first round linebackers. <laughs> yeah, I like again, like all these I, uh, and all these thoughts. But at the end of the day, Howie has the last word, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason's move here. He says, "I'm resigning Kelsey if he wants to come back." Looking at Calvin Ridley or Demonte Adams. I mean, though, like, like any of those moves right there are. are Amazing, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, just getting a veteran wide receiver, having having Kelsey back next year is truly an underrated thing. I mean, obviously, I'm the Jason Kelsey stand, bro. I love Jason Kelsey, but if in reality, like having Landon Dickerson in that guard position, the left guard, uh, and having Kelsey out on the field, having those two guys on the field at the same time, those are two dominant players, and you you put them in between two dominant tackles, that's four fifths of the line is elite. Hmm. Now, Mr. Goldhammer says, help Slay out while we got him. You know, Sauce Gardner, start talking about these hot sauces that are Sauce Gardner, that would be awesome. Like, Orlando, you need to reach out and say, hey, Sauce, I got my hot sauce. We can come together, form some Philadelphia Eagle Alliance. Then you got your starting cornerback, 
opposite of Slay. I heard some dumbass shit about like, first of all, shout out to the Slays again uh, and Jennifer Slay for showing and Mama Slay for just showing up to tailgate. First of all, um, talk about but trading, slay. trading fucking Slay. Get the f- I don't really swear hey, a lot, but I can you could get bro. like six f bombs out of me in one <laughs> sentence. Like, like what? You, how long have we been waiting for a cornerback to come in here and be sir just serviceable, not just serviceable? This guy's been. Elite, he's been top five. Like his, yeah. How many touchdowns does man score? Like his family came in here and gave y'all jerseys. You fucking ungrateful swine out here. Like, what are you? No, I completely agree with you, dude. I saw that on the timeline. They're out there talking about. Well, think about the maximum value you get in return. The maximum value. No way is maximum value in this league is an elite cornerback, and we already got one. That's that's like. That's like that Family Guy skit with the uh, the mystery box or uh, a new boat. It you can max anything. It could even be a new boat. Yeah, max, the, max these nuts, bro. Come get the hell out of here, bro. Like I saw that and was like, come on, man. Like, well, why? Like, why? Because why? I truly think there's a lot of Eagles it's fans out there that like the big splash move rather than just a, a roster that makes sense. They like going out there and having that huge splash where everyone's like, oh, my God, can you believe the Eagles did that? That's what they live for. And it's not even a good Eagles roster. It just has to be, you know, oh, my God, we got Byron Maxwell. (laughs) (laughs) How many – like Darius Slay has been every bit of that word, big play Slay. Coming up big big plays. Like you could – the man was making so many plays, they put him on offense. When was the last time you saw any cornerback for the Eagles on an offensive unit? I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking like all those people that didn't get jerseys out there are probably like that's why I just said they didn't get jerseys. That's why they're mad. <laughs> and, and and I'm talking to Jennifer at, at the uh tailgate and I'm like, now I'm so I'm so I'm sorry about you know, because I'm like I said, fans. I said I said fans are ruthless, ruthless out there. She's like, you know, I got so much heat for giving y'all jerseys. She like, you know, I was like, I had no idea. <laughs> I said, you know what? I said, Evan doesn't. Evan doesn't need a jersey, or Prime doesn't need a jersey. <laughs> so I'm like, since they're not here, I said, I, I said, I said, since they're not here, just keep them. You know, give it to someone else. They'll they'll be okay. They'll be all right. No, she said she's sending them. So she's sending them. Uh, but yeah, man, Eagle fans are ruthless, man. Eagle fans are ruthless. Lying, Ev, you know that, right? He's not lying. He made that comment. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I believe. <laughs> Always looking out for you, scrubs. Um, I actually have a souvenir for one of y'all. How did? How, how, how long did she stay? How long did the family and her stay? Uh, it, it was funny because she she was there for like a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like you mentioned to her about actually coming to uh Yeah, I said I said, you know, I said, you know how we do. Like we're yeah. this is like um impromptu. That's why I said impromptu when we first put it out there, because the way that the weather was set up, yo, I'm telling you, like every everyone was like freaking out, like, is it gonna rain? Mally's like, it's it, we're gonna be underwater. Like hey, uh, grill too. yo, we once Jennifer's we found out Jennifer's coming at like six o'clock at night seven o'clock at night i'm like yo we don't have i was like shit so we're at home depot in the morning at eight o'clock in the morning mally's building the grill at the tailgate the wind is blowing uh low skis 
tent is flying in the air. We got to put oh, Bud Light to hold down this this the side. We, we make were, it to. We, were, we weren't there. You see what happens? Yeah, you see what yeah. happens. Yeah. When we... So and so then then security comes over and is like, look. You guys are in like four spots. I'm like, there's no one here. I spent six hundred dollars on parking. Can you give me can you give me a hand, bro? He's like, Well, I could say something about your loudspeakers. I'm like, Are you serious? Wow. So Jennifer's walking across the parking lot and I'm like, she's walking to the wrong tailgate. So I'm like, I'll let her go that way, give us some time to set up. As soon as we're set up, I'm like, I went over and uh they were at Philly Sports Trips, and I'm like I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, Jennifer. She's like, she's like, oh, like I'm here to tailgate with you guys. So I'm coming with y'all. So just they the whole family walked back over and Darius Slay's mom was, was was pretty funny. She's she's a real one too. But yeah. But overall the wind so we, we made it through the whole tailgate and all of a sudden the wind just gusted out of nowhere, picked up the tent, knocked over Lowski's uh speaker. Rips out of the his whole his whole Mac yeah, the whole cool, setup, yeah. like the music was gone. <laughs> we were just like, "All right, bro, we're gonna shut this one down and wrap it up." Dang. But yeah, it was because everyone thought everything was gonna the, the the rain was gonna be crazy, and it, it was it was uh, expected that it was gonna be crazy, but it really wasn't. You know, it, oh, when it did start raining, when Jalen threw that was the inter- interception. That's when it, it started raining. And I was like, and that's when my feelings were like, yo, God, are you playing with us right now? Because it's over. It is over now. You see what's going on here? Oh, oh man. <laughs> I wonder if this is the lady who she said she was going to show up to one of our live streams and say something. She said, hey, man, you got we got we got to take it. Got to take it to the chin. It's all good. She can have the last laugh. Bro, you, we lost to the Bucks. It's not like we went into that game and said, you know what? This is our year. We had yeah. that, not that'd one be, point. That would be embarrassing if we did something like that. We, we did. Won, won a division and just talk all this shit and then get blown out by, like, you know, a team that's way lesser than you. That'd <laughs> yeah, be embarrassing. The, the, you know, the comments, let's bring it all in. Where's he at? Where are you at, bro? <laughs> um, Sergeant Sarcasm, I hope, is living up to his name with this comment right here. Oh yeah, uh, put we, we bring in Big Ben. I'm I'm jumping off of Big Ben, bro. I'm jumping off the Ben Franklin. <laughs> oh, yeah, get, he's like a former like bro. And then that, that not even was that a joke? Yeah, it, it, I hope. Yeah, his, his name starts Sarkin, Sarkin, bro. Sarkin, bro. Oh yeah, is Allen Robinson a free agent? Is he is a free agent? No, I believe he is a free agent. Yeah. But I'm scared to bring another bear to the squad, man. <laughs> oh, um, Brian is hammered in. He said, "I I want Korean barbecue. B, those dudes want to come here. Watson fl- f- wants Flores as his coach. Rod- Rogers wants to be a 49er. Wilson's wife would want some place more glamorous. Agreed. Come on, man. What what's more glamorous than um cheesesteaks? Sierra, come on. <laughs> Look at that face. Look at that face. <laughs> You're like you. You're gonna pass. I'll let you a- put whatever topping you want." Sierra, on whatever cheesesteak you want. You're gonna pass up chickies and peas for New York, New York City restaurants. <laughs> You're like chickies and yeah. Have you tried the crab rice? Huh? <laughs> oh man. Uh, Mike Williams, free agent. 
He's he's you talking about the big you talking about that big bodied uh target? That's yeah. a guy that uh he's a young guy too. Big dude, man. And this is this there's a lot of thoughts. And the, the there there's at one point in um on the drive back, uh I was like, you know what? The season's over, man. <laughs> like the season's like all the stuff we did this year, you know, I thought about the time with me and Prime. Went down and he was sleeping all the way down, and we got to Atlanta. And, <laughs> you know, this the the road trip from to Atlanta, which was great. Us just like in a pandemic state. Not it's yeah. not. It wasn't a normal year. Gail, wasn't a good? normal year. You good? Wasn't that's a normal year. That's all I got up the ass. Was yo, you good? <laughs> you good? You good? You good? Okay. And it was all I remember from that Atlanta road trip was uh, prime sleeping and pork rinds. <laughs> that's all i remember um no but i mean like we've all collectively been like going on these road trips up to new york back in carolina scooters meeting a lot of people that we didn't meet for the first time tailgates in a pandemic state how weird is that that was one of the first tailgates we had where people were like six feet apart we didn't have any six feet apart tailgates this in year. the beginning in the beginning, in the beginning, <laughs> yeah, that first one. It was weird. That was weird. It was weird. It was weird. I, th- I think, uh, I think you have a fictional, fictional memory there. It's fact. All right. You talk about the fact. game where we went to versus San Fran, where yeah. we were sitting so high up, so high up. Don't, don't, don't mention that again. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying, like in general, there were fans that were like weirded out. That were weird now. Yeah, but like high, it's not like we were walking around the tailgate like, hey, hey, six feet. No, I mean, but I saw people that were weirded. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, like, it's a weird time, man. I know this one. That that was the point of the whole topic. I got you. I got you. So it, listen, it was. It I'm was feisty after the Eagles get kicked yeah. out. Of the season. It was it so, was great all around. The, the tailgates we put together, um, like you have said, man, meeting new people, uh, coming back after the pandemic. It was fun, man. It was it, that's pretty much that was in the back of my mind. Like, damn, all that shit just came to me. Just like that. You know, I I, I still have beer left over. <laughs> I I don't. Uh, I want to also give a big shout out to like the everyone that showed up, man, to uh, tailgates and contributed in their special way. Or um, there's a shout out to Jeff. I met Jeff for the first time. Um, he said it's he had the, this cop, you know, he made the statement. He's like, it's, you know, from the comments to actually meeting you in, in, in real life. And then it's like, oh, I feel like I know you guys, you know, like just, I, you know, people of common topic of like, I feel like I live through you guys. I'm on the road with you guys, even though I'm not there. Like, um, I love when you talk about food at the end of the show, uh, you know, just this regular, you know conversations that um but um going back to jeff he ended up hooking us up with beer when when everything was going crazy he's like look dude i'll go get beer don't worry about it next day shows up with beer you know 10 cases of beer and this it's really about everyone coming together that makes all these things uh, a good time and and just a memorable time I, i saw two guys one was from casey one was from georgia that came out on Saturday, and the next day they showed up together, that's and that's what we're talking about. 
and bring people together and have a good time. I've met my two uh, black and Filipino brothers on the road. One lives in um, New Orleans. The other one lives in De- Denver. So we we formed an alliance. We're going to start a boy band at our, my old age. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm in, bro. I'm in. We're gonna, we're, we're, I, I, I'll, I'll record for you guys. We're going to be called the Black Flips. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, I mean, just overall, just fans coming together. Um, what was your what was your favorite part? What was your favorite play of the season? On the field? Yep. Favorite play of the season. It's kind of a loaded question. Um, I'm going to say uh, I don't remember who the opponent was. I just remember standing up in the stands watching it when Jalen Hurts, uh, he broke. Um, he broke some ankles. Uh, he got some. He got real free. Saints, Saints game. Saints game. Saints game. Yeah. And, and he ended up scoring a touchdown on that play. But I remember as soon as he put that juke in, and he yeah, it was the Saints. Now that I think about it, I was thinking of the replay. Um, and that Saints player fell down on his back. Um, I did a full three sixty in the stands. I just couldn't believe what I was like. Oh my god, that guy! He just broke his ankles. That was probably. Um, while I'm just sitting here thinking about moments, that's the first one that came to my mind. Uh, Sergeant Sarcasm says, you guys are awesome. Wish we'd do more Zoom version so we could actually talk. We, we're going to hey, open we up a, some we got a whole off season, bro. Friday, uh, free form Friday, where everyone could just speak their piece. Because there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of shit talking during the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we're not going anywhere. Just because the season's over, Fourth and John's going to continue putting out episodes. So uh, you don't have here, to worry yeah. about... No hiatuses, no nothing. We'll be here. Now, Mark says uh, his favorite moment was the Lane Johnson TD. That was a nice moment. Mm-hmm. I'd agree that on that one. Yeah. Uh, Chris says Hurts first Saints. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna a nice moment for me. I, I'd say would be the um, the uh, fumble recovery by Slay. Like it looked like that dude looked like that dude was like a cartoon carry. His leg, legs were just. I was like, bro, is he that much faster than that? Like, that was the game we were all watching together. And I yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that was a good time. I Actually, mine was the, the, the Slay interception run back where he hopped the stands and stood over the crowd. Yeah. Um, That was my play of the season. But the game for me was the one that we really interacted with the fans. And I think it was that Giants game. That was like that last – that last Giants game, you know, mm-hmm. that we started wilding out. I mean, COVID wasn't even. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. The way we had beer flying <laughs> yeah, over, had, and then Gail's wondering who threw the beer. <laughs> he even went back to the instant replay on his damn phone. Uh, <laughs> that guy. I remember that. I was like, "That's so, the dude." That was that was probably the fun time, and and hands down, bro, the road trips we took Atlanta, Charlotte, even up to New York, they were fun, man. They they definitely were truly fun. Mm-hmm. Now, Helene says uh, her favorite moment was Melada pancaking Granderson. That was great. Yeah, he was giving him the business. Yeah, how about yo? How about Melada growing as a uh, as a player, man? I mean, going right in front of our eyes, man. We've seen it grow. Like he and not he now he's like a cerebral guy. You know, I feel like he's just he, he's just been. A nice addition, like he just seamlessly became the left tackle. Think of, I mean, come on, man. Jason Peters has been here forever. How do you replace Jason Peters that seamlessly? 
Yeah, he fit in just perfectly, man. And, and I love watching his interviews. Like, I, I look forward to the man talking. I love his accent. And, you know, he, he spreads love, like, throughout that whole team. He gives props to everybody. So, you know, he's, like I said, he grew right in front of our eyes, man. Um, Just coming into the season and being one of the most productive players, it's, it's just crazy. He, he, he's a beast. I mean, he was just beasting guys all season. It was just good to see. Now, uh, Mr. Sarcasm up here says, now the season's over, are we having a Zoom draft party again this year? I don't know. Like the, I mean, three first rounds to be in, yeah. in person in Vegas would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's got to be a move. No? If if we're there, that just means that, I mean, it's not like we're not going to be recording content. We'll be hey, giving we, you the we could uh, do a live show. Yeah, we could do sure. a live show. We could do from, a live show. the hotel room, for sure. <laughs> have Have a little – Vegas strip going on in the background. We got Gail in the uh, pit and the first fr- uh, with the first rounders. You know, uh, Mr. Linebacker. Uh, <laughs> imagine that first round linebacker. Um, let's see. Now, uh, Goldhammer's Mr. Goldhammer says uh, Hurts versus the Panthers. That was a, that was a gutsy comeback performance. That was a great comeback. Me and Evan, yeah, we we, we called it. <laughs> We're like, yo, yep. coming back. Yeah, that was, all, that was all, fun. all it took was uh some some Eagles fans getting caught fucking in the stall. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Vibes are right. Jeez. This guy. Uh Bobby <laughs> says uh the Devontae Smith touchdown catch over Patrick. That was kind of my second one. That was that was nice. I like that one. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice for sure. Uh Tim says, I live in Chicago Burbs and I have seen plenty of A Rob play, and it's hard to tell right now. But he has either lost a step or completely gave up on the team this season. Don't like the trend. I don't like what the trend that they were trying to do in Chicago anyway. So, uh, Jason says Slay's touchdown against Broncos. I like it. I like it. Oh, Smith first touchdown and an ATL. That was, that was nice in the that corner. Was, we, were, we were there to see it live, so it definitely that, was. That, uh, that was uh, that was To vibes, honestly. When when To got the uh, touchdown from McNabb on the first play, uh, play of the season. <laughs> yeah. Adam uh, Michael Gibbs right says there. it doesn't go any further. <laughs> Melada pancakes. Nice one. I, I'm agreeing with that one. I am. I'm. I'm thinking about our T-shirt should be the Prince. Uh, you know. Serving up pancakes with Milada's face. That's got to be the one. Uh, Fourth and John, or Sergeant Sarcasm, is talking about press credentials. I believe uh, you're going to be down We in We got approved for press credentials for the Senior Bowl. Uh, but the, the whole thing is, like, you got to pass a COVID test two days in advance. So I'm I'm putting Why myself in a, yeah. in a cell um, for the next <laughs> Three weeks. Uh, I'm cell surrounded things. by shoes. It's because people don't realize, like, bro, like, I've all my life wanted to go to the Senior Bowl. The fact that now I can go to the Senior Bowl live, to me, is pff, we did it ourselves. Just everyone in, involved in Fort John has made this possible. So for me to go in person, you know, I'm boosted up. <laughs> you, had to, you, had, you had to be boosted. By the 18th, so yeah. today's the 18th. So I'm telling you, but it w- it would be nice to be in the press box. And we all got a, a tour of the link. Mm. Oh, was it me and Prime, right? Prime, yep. I've yep. been on a tour of the link before. Yep, 
But that press box, you can't root on your Eagles. And I think us collectively that's hard. <laughs> you you got you got Prime Prime has got Prime mm-hmm. has the the connect with the CBS cameraman and he texts him, I'm at seat so and so. So get the Jumbotron ready because Prime is in the building. So you know, Prime during the game will look over to you and be like it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> All of a sudden, hey, you hear the music popping and Prime's on the, the Jumbotron. I'm like, yeah, that's a nice little connect, my guy. It would be awesome so, to see Prime in the press box with just, like keeping calm, taking notes, but with the mask on. <laughs> that would be an awesome sight. Can't keep my can't see my facial expressions. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. Mm, I'm yo, man. I don't know. Yo, how about let's talk about the question of the trip. So word is that you decided to take Denny's over uh Waffle House. No, I, I I didn't. Um, Chris was like adamant about like so Denny's. Like, all right, so uh, you know you you're Mr. You're, you're pro Denny's, right? I'm, I fucking love Denny's, bro. I'm gonna <laughs> take Denny's all fucking day. Waffle House, I've been to, I've been to a few. They're good, but Denny's, oh man, I uh, don't doesn't stop. Nah, like, like, and you guys were saying too, it's like the Waffle House looked dingy. All that—that that is the beautiful part about a, wa- a Waffle House is supposed to look like shit, but the food's banging, man. Like that's what a Waffle House is. There it and is. The Grand Slams, bro. The Grand uh, Slams at Denny's. I'm telling you. I, mean, I had I had the breakfast, and I was like, all right, it's it's good. It's it's all right. It's okay. And I was like, then I put out the thing. Was this, was this the wrong decision? And then, so on the way back, I, I said, "Chris, we're going to Waffle House." And he's like, "I've never been to Waffle House." And if, and if you know, Chris is very particular about. He's just very particular about things. So he was, he was like, "Okay, uh, well, I guess we'll go here because it's late at night." I'm like, "We got to eat before we go to the hotel. Just relax." So we we end up in Waffle House. This this dude is like super cool, man. Very nice. Very. It, our waiter was very like he was just. Southern hospitality. So he goes on into on into the story and just like, oh, you guys are in Savannah. It's a great, great area. I had a great time. Uh, I used to live down there. If you if you go downtown, you know, hit this way. I'm like, we're just going to the hotel. Like, bro, we've been driving six hours for ready to just crash. And then he 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 continues to go on and tell us the story about how he potentially might have hooked up with Keanu Reeves allegedly. <laughs> No, like we didn't, we, we didn't, we didn't ask for that. He's like, my boss got upset, with, but we were partying with Keanu Reeves, and let me tell you, I was like, I said, bro, uh, okay, great, great, great waiter. I gave him a fifteen dollar tip because he was hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a funny story. I'm like. They say Love you get a lot of good stories and a lot of good world star videos from our uh, Waffle House, bro. Oh, Todd lives in Savannah. Okay. Who, who does? Todd. Todd. Todd was giving me the update. He's like, he's like, man, when are you going back? Because uh, the roads are bad. The roads are bad. But Here, hold on. I'm, I'm... There is there is a Waffle House on the Delaware Maryland border. Yes, there is. That's this this is this is. I got I got to pull it in. But this is all I think about when I hear Denny's. I forget the space for it. Where is this guy going? 
It's one of my favorite videos. You ever hear about the uh, the heavy metal concert that was held at a Denny's one time? No. That's where my well, mind goes whenever. We... What the fuck is up, Denny's? <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody, list, somebody listening to this show on a podcast, your ears are gonna be blown out. <laughs> but that was a uh, a band going ape shit in a Denny's. It's kind of wild. Moshing and everything, bro. <sighs> yeah, man. Um, I think we've officially reached that point. <laughs> yeah. So for y'all who oh, like yeah, to, for y'all who like the food talk, there's your food talk, man. <laughs> um, so I mean, uh, you know, season. I mean, the season's over, but the season's not over for us. Um, again, we have a lot to talk about. Draft talk is coming. Draft season is officially started. Just, just have you know that. I, last week, I'm looking at prospects. I went and got some hot coffee. I'm like, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning. I got to check out one more prospect. Just, just get it in. Just watch some tape. I spilled a hot cup, of, uh, a flask of coffee all over myself. Oof. How do you? In thirty seconds, I spilled the whole thing all over myself. Nice. So my bed sheet looks like uh, Freddy Krueger. Not blood, but it looks like it looks like you. Uh... It looks brown. My so my brother, my brother opens my door. He's like, "Dude, what happened in here?" I said, "It's <laughs> coffee." <laughs> I said, "It's coffee all the bit." I like, I gotta get a whole new comforter. But I was that tired watching tape, That's so funny. I'm gonna get more sleep. Draft season's around the corner. Could have burned the whole t- place down. <laughs> but you you ever wake yourself up with coffee? Spilling on myself? No, no, I haven't. It's done a weird. That. It's a weird scene. Imagine what that looked like. <laughs> I would have paid to have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, last words before we get out of here, Prime. Uh, it, it, it's it's the end. <laughs> the season's over, but like you know, the guy said, we're not done. We're going to keep on going. Uh, you know, uh, still plenty a lot to talk about. Looking forward to a lot of the decisions that are going to be made. Um, you know, we don't know. We 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 got to be patiently. We got to patiently just wait to see. You know what decision Jason Kelsey is going to make. What's the story behind um, Brooks' um, free agency? Who stays? Who goes? Are they going to go ahead and ride it out with Jalen Hurts? So I mean, there's a lot to go ahead and look forward to. But stay tuned. That's what we're here for to keep you guys updated on all this stuff. Um, so besides that, you know, be safe. Appreciate all you guys during the season tailgating. Uh, a lot of the people that we got to meet, um, a lot of the chemistry that was built amongst you fans uh, within each other, within us. Um, a lot of the special guests that showed to our showed up to our tailgates. The privileges we got as a team, um, able to do some extra, you know, curricular things. The road trips that we took, um, it's been fun, man. It was it was another great year in that perspective. Um, and it was a great year for the for the team just as well. I mean, we fell short, fell short badly, but we fell short. Um, it is what it is. But, not, you know. not, not one shout out for Korean barbecue. No. Shout out to the Korean barbecue, bro. All right. Oh, shout man. out to the cheesesteak, man. To the chef. Shout out to the chef. All right. Um, but nah, 
Um, seriously, just thank you guys all for making this year possible. Um, gonna miss you guys, but hey, we're gonna be right back. And shout out to us. shout out to all of them too in the comments. Oh uh, yeah, it's definitely shout out to the wifey man. She's she was an MVP, being so uh, um, patient with me. Um, and you know a lot of things wouldn't have been possible because of her. I love you, babe. And, thank you. And wrangling the rascals <laughs> while you're recording shows. Well, she's got them she, all. She's an MVP. She's got them both in the headlock right now. They're probably both sleeping. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, she's you know she's been um, appreciated to the fullest. Other than that, you know, stay safe, keep in touch, and uh, go birds. Um, yeah, uh, just building off what Prime said. When this season started, we didn't really know what to expect out of the Eagles, and when this season started, we really didn't know what to expect out of these tailgates. Um, you know, we took a year off because of COVID. Um, we weren't. We didn't know what to expect on the return. We just went out there. We got a grill. We hit up Bud Light, and we told them, let's just throw a party, and let's see what happens. And it honestly ended up blowing my expectations. Um, the tailgates were an awesome, awesome part this year. It was very cool getting to know each and every one of you a little bit more, uh, seeing you guys on a regular basis, um, and just you know, uh, making food and just being uh, having great vibes before the games when the Eagles ultimately – often stepped on our souls um it, it was cool man uh to, ha to have those memories i want to say a shout out to concha hawk and bakery uh you guys came up huge this year tomato pies uh treats ricotta cookies you guys are awesome go check out concha hawk and bakery thank you to bud light for prov providing the beer and thank you to uh sal's pizza works in marlton uh who supplied the cheesesteaks this year and uh all the rolls everything uh, it's a restaurant I used to work for. They're in Marlton, New Jersey. If you're in the area, go check them out. Uh, the cheesesteaks that I made are just as good in the restaurant. So, um, yeah, go check them out. And thank you to everybody. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, like, you know, following you, I mean, Bud Light has been tremendous. They've always supported us. Uh, and they've helped uh, give back to you guys. And shout out to them. Uh, Tina has been always been amazing. If you haven't met her in person, she's is um, she's so, super sweet, nicest nicest lady you can meet. Um, she'll give you a tour after COVID, but she'll give you a tour of the, the back area. It's it's awesome. Shows you how you make the tomato pies. Um, shout out to shout out to Lowski for holding down the tailgates. Great 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 vibes all season long. The man the man went from Jersey to Tampa. Okay. He traveled all the way to throw up impromptu party uh, at some random spot we found. And I was like, look, this is what you got to spend. And he's like, what? How the hell? But man showed up and just he, he he's always brought that energy ever since we met him in the parking lot yes, a couple years ago. So shout out to him and Rosita as well. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, Todd. I, shout out to I, I peeped your sneakers, sneaker game. You know, I'm, I'm always watching. Um, shout out to you. I think that was your mom that showed up. Um, but yeah, shout out to you guys. Uh, Evan, the cheesesteaks was amazing this year. Throwing it down. Thanks for, thanks for uh, putting beers in people's hands and being the, uh, the, the party. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we yeah, just, router. I'm just, I'm just saying we, we all come together. I mean, prime, you, you, you've been killing it. Uh, MC and, um, shout out to the slaves who've, uh, you know, gone up and be um, above and beyond helping out the uh, Eagles community, and they showed up to the tailgate. Awesome, and um, 
Who else? Shout out to the Eagles, man. Get your shit together. It's cool. We're here to watch. We're here to critique. We're here to root you on. We're still travel to come see you guys. We're, we'll be anywhere you're going to be because we're psycho like that. Yep. And uh, we appreciate you guys. And I, I know uh, it's it's your young football team. You showed enough to me that um, you can take the next step. And I think that's where we are. Take the next step. Three first rounds. Yo, I, I, summer tailgate. Well, we that? could still do one more tailgate. Meaty, yo, get together with us. Let's make it happen. Yeah, we, we can still. A, we can do a collab. Tailgates as we want. Yeah. John talking Eagles. Even go watch a wrestling match. Like, yo, we can smash a chair over your head at the same listen, time, man. <laughs> I'm down. Because I, yo, know, I, I, I was thinking. I was like, I have ten more cases of Bud Light. What am I? What am I gonna do with it? <laughs> I, I, I say we just go to a street corner. Set up low ski, play some music, and throw throw <laughs> tailgates on the street corners. I oh, I was thinking about that. One more for the show. <laughs> One more, um, just, but yeah, I mean, throw uh, pop up tailgates in Philly. That'd be awesome. And last but not least, thanks thanks for everyone who's been sort of supporting this year. Uh, stay safe out there. Um, Seriously, checking on your peoples. Uh, make sure everybody's good. And uh, draft season is officially on the clock. And uh, <laughs> oh, did you did you want to end with this one? This 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 yeah, little prime. argument, the uh, prime. Did you have an argument you wanted to set, you set you want you had an argument you wanted to settle with? Uh, oh, you talking about the what the Ben Simmons and Jalen Rager uh, argument? Yeah. So you know, I I asked the question earlier. Uh, there was um, a comment out on WIP earlier this afternoon about the fact that. Who would you, if you only had a chance, to, a choice to get rid of one, who would it be? Ben Simmons or Jalen Rager? You know who my answer is. Evan's answer is uh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, hundred percent. I've never hated an athlete more in Philadelphia than I hate Ben Simmons. I get it. This is an Eagles podcast. I totally get it. The, the Sixers are my are my second team. You know what I mean? I, I'm Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Flyers. That's how that's how my order of fandom really works. I love the Sixers, and I have never been more i've never felt like a player has truly spit in my face the way that ben simmons has for him to come out here and say he's not playing for him to get the contract extension that he got over 30 million dollars and then you come out you have a miserable postseason you're afraid to shoot the ball you're afraid to even be in front of the fans and that to, to the point where you're straight up not playing all season long, and then you have the audacity to claim that you have mental health issues and you should still be getting paid, when in reality, you're just a bum that doesn't want to play? Fuck Ben Simmons. Jalen Rager is a godsend compared to him. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm, I, 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 I was officially playing NBA 2K. That was getting me through a lot of times. I as soon as Ben Simmons started acting up, I have not played Ben. I haven't played NBA 2K since. So Ben Simmons, real talk. I hope Ben Simmons goes to the worst market. Like I want him to go to Sacramento. I want him to go to Detroit. I want his career. Like I don't want to hear about him anymore. I I hope like this dude never wins again. Like that. That's my level of hate for Ben Simmons. I don't feel that for Rager. Rager is just a guy that like he. He tried. At least he tried to come out there and and perform. Ben doesn't even show up, dude. He he sits at home. 
If Rager, Rager spits in my face every goddamn week on the I stupid plays that. that he makes, bro. I get right, that. Yeah. The, dude, the money the comparison at least you trying. have. You, Rager's the money going out there and he's trying. The money comparison you have me blown away with that because absolutely, that's a lot of goddamn money that we ended up giving to that piece of shit. Sixers yeah. is my second team, Philadelphia sports team. All right, I get it. But, man, nah. Jalen Rager is, is a fucking dick. All right? He's stupid. He's every... Every every word that goes with the word stupid, unintelligent, ignorant, dense, witless, half-witted, all right, naive, brain dead, wooden, daft, scattered brain, cracked brain, unthinking, ill-considered, uh, short-sighted, fascist, uh, lunatic, cracked, cockeyed. Did you say fascist? <laughs> That's what it says here. <laughs> that... that... <laughs> This out the party, dumbass, half-ass. All right. Hey, hey, this this put him in the bathroom. This, this, half-baked, meaningless. All right, senseless. Come on, man, that dude's a piece of shit, bro. Whoa, 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 whoa! This 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 put him in the bathroom moment has been brought to you by Prime in the bathroom. Uh, that was the weirdest endings to any show that we've had. That's but uh, again, let's make. Let's make it awkward. Go birds. Keep making it awkward. Keep making it awkward. You want to just yeah. I can't even find the button, dude. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.